Um, Alright, hello everybody, and welcome back to the movies with William Fletcher. As usual, I am your host, William Fletcher, and this week, um, I'm going to be doing another episode by myself, kind of like what I did for What We Do in the Shadows uh, a few weeks ago. Um, so it's going to be me talking, um, and, and, and I'm going to try and for these episodes where it's just myself talking just by myself recording an episode or like you know when i'm if i do one on my on, on my lists or something like that um i'm gonna they're gonna be not as long due to the fact that you know it it's um it, it gets it's not as interesting to have one person but i think that it's um i still think it's it's interesting um but these won't be as long as my typical episode um but anyway um so yeah this week we i will be talking about the prestige uh, i watched the film earlier this week and uh, just sort of general thoughts first uh it's very very good it's, I would put it as one of Nolan's best works. I'd probably put it as my third favorite. I'd, pr I'd put uh, Dark Knight Memento over it, personally. But I still think The Prestige is a really, really good film. Um, I don't know if I'll, I might delve into some spoilers, but... Um, yeah, so it is, like, it is legitimately... A really, really well-made film on just sort of every level. Honestly, I think it's got perfect like setup and payoff. And um, uh, so every now and again, I might take it through, but um, I think that um, I mean just the concept alone. Um, a sip of water. Um, just the concept of these two sort of. For those who don't know, I will go into spoilers. But if you, uh, but if you don't know, or you just don't care, um, basically, it's about two rival magicians played by Christian Bale and Hugh Jackman, and they basically sort of compete in a series of one-ups and ships, magic trip, magic tricks, sorry, magic tricks, um, and just sort of what they go to, and. Um. Yeah, it's just sort of like the it's just sort of the 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 one upsmanship and the sort of lengths they go to to prove that they are the better magician. Um. So I uh, just sort of yeah, this this episode won't be as long as usual ones because of, you know just myself, but I'll you know, still talk for a little bit. Um. So I guess I'll just start with I think uh it's a very well acted film um, from just sort of the entire cast. The the opening scene is a really good scene of like the sort of setup of um it was it like it's a really good set. So the basis of the opening scene it's Michael Caine and he's doing a magic trick with um a little girl. Well, he, he's doing a magic trick for a little girl, and he's basically explaining the three parts of a magic trick, which is the, um, the pledge, the turn, and the prestige. And, um, he was, and it's, and it's a really good setup, because the scene is, as he's talking about it, it is intercut with 
a scene of between Christian Bale and um Hugh Jackman. It's a Hugh Jackman. He's in, like on stage and he's doing this magic trick. Um, and he so yeah, he's doing this magic trick. Um, and Christian Bale is sort of undercover. He's sort of like hiding it, and then the magic trick happens, and it and and it sort of ends with Hugh Jackman dying. Basically, again, I did say spoilers earlier, so you know, if you haven't seen the film, uh, you should go watch it. Uh, and so the film, it's so the film has sort of got various different time jumps. So the beginning is like sort of towards where the end of the story would be, but then it goes back to different parts. There. And that's sort of one of my sort of minor gripes is it was a tad confusing the order in which things happened. It sort of wasn't very clear. It just sort of just jumped and just sort of happened. Um. And I did find that very um interesting, very confusing. Well, like at the beginning, I, I sort of got used to it, but at the beginning, it's very um, it's yeah, um, yeah. I I think the film sort of it it's it's I think it's a really interesting analysis of you know sort of what people will go to to be considered great. I would argue, like it's sort of, is um, uh, basically they do this whole thing of one-upsmanship, and they're all and uh, there's sort of a scene earlier where, um, Christian Bale and Hugh Jackman, they're like these two guys who do a magic trick with this woman, and they have to tie her up. So like she, so like she's like, so they're all in on the act, but and so they tie these knots on her, to like ropes on her, and she's dropped into like glass. Um, like those big, like glass, like cases filled with water, but she gets out. You know, ah, uh, this time she, she doesn't get out. She's like stuck, and so they have to smash it open, and she dying. And Hugh Jackman blames Christian Bale for that. Um, and then there's the funeral scene, and and they sort of ask him what not did he die? And Christian Bale, he doesn't know. I. Uh, Later. And so yeah, they're all doing these different magic tricks. Um and so there's one where Christian Bell's character is doing the there's like a um training it, it's like a it's like the catch bullet trick. So basically sort of explain he explains what how how it's done and then Hugh Jackman is there and he uh, and he and he's the one who has to shoot Christian but he, yeah, and, and and again this sort of just keeps going this sort of um continued game of one upsmanship to a point that it gets to Um, to a point that basically Christian Bale does this, this certain magic trick, and uh, Hugh Jackman, and, and then for a, a decent portion of the film, Hugh Jackman is then sort of obsessed with over like how he did this magic trick. 
and it's like you know and, and you don't see and uh well see there's apparently two versions and the version i saw you don't see what the magic trick is like you see christian matthew's about to do the magic trick but it cuts away and then it's like two so so it's a magic trick but cuts away before um like you see it but there are some versions where you do see what the magic trick is which is um which i think very much sort of ruins it um I if if you I sort of very simply if you see the magic trick you kind of because the film ends with a twist as does a lot of Nolan's work. Um and basically and and basically because if you see what the magic trick is, it very I I feel anyway it ruins the twist at the end, um, like and you do see what the magic trick is, but you could probably figure it out just based on sort of context. Um, like it's um. Sorry, uh, it's, um, yeah, because if you see the magic trick, then you'll, like, because if you see what the magic trick is, the twist is ruined, but I think, like, because you can sort of figure it out, like, I was, I was figuring it out, like, it, it, basically, again, spoilers, but if you haven't seen the film, and you, but you don't care, um, so basically the magic trick is, um, he uh so he it's like a sort of classic like he walks through at one door and then he comes out the other door so basically there's this door he bounces a ball closes the door behind him and the other door opens where he reappears and he catches the ball um and so Hugh Jackman is sort of obsessed and Michael Caine's character, who again is very good at overall, the bus is really, really good in this film. But Michael Caine is like, oh, it's just a double, but Hugh Jackman doesn't think it's that simple, and so he just obsesses. Then they sort of get to a point where Hugh Jackman wants to do that magic trick, but he finds like um, a guy who looks, who I presume, I like presume, sorry, is played by him. And I just think it's very interesting just watching the magic trick of the whole thing of them going up. And um and just sort of the power that is a double can play, because they are, you know, necessary to the whole thing working. Um and um so yeah. I I think it, it, um this film really sold me on Hugh Jackman as an actor. I um I've seen him in some things, but I've, I've never thought he was amazing. Like I thought, like, I thought he was like a good actor, but he wasn't like 
amazing. He was always just a good actor. But this film really has sold me on the phone. He is a really, really good actor. Like, he is legitimately... Like, this performance really sold me on him. And I just think he's he gives a really good performance. Christian ba- there are also early on in the film, Christian Bale's got some very um poor line reads, which is weird. Like because Christian Bale as an actor is like one of my favorite actors. He's a legitimately phenomenal talent. Um but just some of his line reads early on in the film felt very like he he just was sort of saying the lines, but he wasn't like sort of enunciating and doing like what you meant. Like like when reading lines, you sort of add emotion to it, and he wasn't really doing that. Uh, but he 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 more than made up for it throughout the rest of the course of the film. Um, that oh oh god, sorry, sorry, I'm a bit tired. Some. Anyway, so yeah, and I and um so then yeah, it's it's very just interesting uh, that uh the film also sort of tackles um I uh, just sort of you know the the, the film very much tack it, it's a very dark film when you think about it because uh I guess sort of jumping to the end. Uh, basically, Hugh Jackman. So, so well, he meets Nikola Tesla, played by David Bowie. Who I think is really, really fun. Uh, he's not in it a massive amount, but he's at like key to the film, and he's somewhat uh, important to the whole thing. And um, so that yeah, so he's like sort of key and important to the story. Um, and about Chris, uh, Christopher Nolan. Uh, like when he was casting for the film, basically said he would not do the film if David Bowie wasn't Nicola. Like that's I, like that's what he said. So like, so basically, you sort of annoyed and harassed, um, Nicola Tesla till Nick, not Nicola, fucking dicks. And he harassed and annoyed um David Bowie so that he could play Nikola Tesla. That's better. Um, and I think that yeah, he's he's a very crucial part of the film. He's not in the film much, but he is crucial to the film because if you like, if you don't have him, and it kind of just doesn't work because he makes the um. He creates makes the teleporting the teleportation device that Hugh Jackman uses, and you know, um, and then Andy Circus also was in the film briefly, who I think was um, really really good and um quite a bit of fun. <laughs> it's just weird because Andy Circus doesn't usually do those kinds of movies. He's always in mocap, always you know like Gollum or King Kong or you know those kinds of. Is. Um, and I think he's probably the best at those kinds of performances at mocap and stuff because he's like 
because he's, you know, because that's just sort of what I, I think. Is it? I I think it's fair to say he sort of pioneered that way of like acting, if if you call it that. I would argue it's acting. Like it, it, it's acting, but it's like with mocap, and you've got to do a lot more to it. You've got to have like certain because when he's like from from the Planet of the Apes films, he's done. You know, he's got to sort of be like an ape. He's sort of got to walk around and move like an ape would. And I just think he really sells. It's really um, you know. Oh God, sorry for the yawning. Jesus Christ. Um. Yeah, it was just very interesting to see, um, like, and and Eddie Circus, you know, just as a real person, you know, not in mocap, not in mocap or anything like that. Um. Yeah. So, jumping toward towards the end, um. The the film is like it is honestly really just dark and depressing honestly like because um of the way that throughout the course of the film um Christian Bale because Christian Christian Bale's character he gets married and he has a kid but you know there's some days where he's an absolute douche and other days he's not and and you sort of don't understand why until the end which I will. Um, and I think that just the, okay, I'm just going to jump to the end because, you know, that's sort of the main part. Uh, so the ending of the film, basically, well, so, so we'll get towards the end. Hugh Jackman, he, he, he finds the teleportation device that, um, Nikola Tesla made for him, but uh, well, so early on in the earlier on in the film, Nikola Tesla, Andy Serkis, and uh, Hugh Jackman's character, uh, Angie, uh, what I, I've got a um, so they're, they're working on the teleportation machine to sort of and um, so they. They, they test it out, but it doesn't work. So they test it out on, like, his hat. They test it out on, um, like, an ad and everything. And none of it works until uh, Angia, who is the Hugh Jackman character, is just walking, and he finds just a massive pile of hats, and there's a few running around. Um, and so... Yeah, and, and so then, basically, he... Um. So yeah, so then he's sort of um, like he, he's sort of um. So basically, he essentially has to fix and adjust the teleportation device so that when it you know does work teleported um and so then he's sort of at a, a like a show and he tests it 
in front of a um like <clears throat> sorry in like sort of a guy who runs like this theater and it works and so then he starts doing the shows and then you know and then it sort of gets to a point where he fall so he gets to so and then the film sort of catches up to the beginning of the film where he's doing this performance and he falls in like the glass of piece of water while Christian Bell's character Alfred I should have mentioned is Alfred and he's trying to um uh, and he's sort of like trying to he's trying to break it open because it, it's a very like like difficult to break open case of water as was shown earlier on in the film um and so he, but it doesn't break and basically Hugh Jackman drowns and so then uh Alfred the character he's he's put in prison he's on death row he's going to be hung so he's in prison and people keep meeting him and then his little girl comes over the man who it who is uh Hugh Jackman and it's Hugh Jackman sort of in disguise, but it's sort of because because also the two characters, um, Alfred and Angie, are two sort of different kinds of people. Alfred is more of a working class kind of guy, and um, Angie is more sort of more from high society kind of guy, basically. So it sort of revealed that he was this kind of guy all along. He was like a stage name, I guess. Um, and so anyway, then we sort of continue on and um and um cutter who is the michael kane character in the film he sort of he goes standing he's talking about this and um and we sort of get to the sort of scene and um and so and yeah he sort of he's he's getting rid of the teleporter and he's just putting all these things down here down underneath like um and then so there's been sort of um throughout the film there's been sort of christian bale and this other guy that's bit uh, sort of recurring characters throughout the film so it's christian bale and he's got sort of like this assistant type guy and basically at the end of the film it is revealed that uh Christian Bale had a twin who is like Christian Bale, who was this guy. So they were basically swapping who was who. So sometimes, um, like it would be, uh, so basically, there were two characters played by Christian Bale. And like, if you watch closely, it, it like you had and you could tell that the other guy is played by Christian Bale, which I, I haven't, I'm, I wasn't really paying attention to it because I, um, but basically, it um. So there's so Fallon. Sorry, I just searched up who it was. So it was Fallon, who was the twin. Who he was the disguise was the twin. So they would swap. So every so this kind of goes back to early in the film when um Alfred's wife is sort of saying, "Some days you say like you love me, and other days, like you meet, and other days you just say it but don't mean it or whatever." And sort of it shows throughout the course of the film. And you know, his twin, like his twin gets um earlier in the film, Christian Bale, um, he gets his like fingers shot off basically. 
when I used to go in the bullet cat um, magic trick. Hugh Jackman took his fingers off, so that the film is missing his two two fingers, and so they get like, and so then Finn gets those things that they can really sell the act. Um, and so it's um like very much, and I was aware that there was a twist. I was like, there was, I knew a twist. There's like, oh, there are two. They're like. There's more of there's like twins or something or more than one person and I and I thought it was Christian Bale when he magic trick and and then we then showed the magic trick but like what the magic trick is you know, he walks through one door and then his twin walks through the other basically um and it and um yeah and so then he sort of talks about it and explains all these things uh he's talking and um then sort of hugh jackman's character sort of talks and has a very uh, introspective deep um conversation about sort of how of about magic and um you know and um And so, and so, also Alfred he shoots Hugh Jackman as he's explaining all this, and they have a very um conversation. Um, there's a really good um, sort of quote here from Edgar, which I'm going to read for you. Um, there's a body sort of talking about how Angie did all these terrible things, and he, and he spent all this money, and and he did it all for nothing, and Angie says this. Nothing you never understood, did you? Why we did this? The audience knows the truth that the world is simple, miserable, solid all the way through. But if you could fool them even for a second, you could make them wonder. Then you got to see something very special. You really don't know. It was the look on their faces, and then he falls over dead. Um and. And then so Borden he just leaves the um where the whole place is. Um and so like and so also at this point there's sort of an a sort of a another twist that um Basically, what's been happening is with Andrea, and he's doing his sort of teleportation trip. Basically, it creates another version of himself. But so there's two versions of him at a time. It doesn't actually tell what it just creates another one of him who just appears at random. And the other one falls into like a tank of water beneath the stage where they are drowned or killed. Um, and basically. And so there's sort of a discussion, or maybe I think there's kind of a discussion on it, like who is the real Robert Angie. And like they technically all, like they all are Robert Angie. It's just the first one, like the original one, who is like dead by that point. Because he's, because when he stands on the teleporter, he doesn't move. He stays there and the other is just created. Um, And so that's basically the twist. And so like the final shot. So basically, they're down in this, like underneath the theater, and Christian Bale's character is sort of looking around, and like the final shot is um, overlaid with 
a sort of repeating the same, or like a sort of a, um, a I guess you could say like a, a remix, the reprised version of the opening sort of explanation of Magic Fred is doing the same thing. Like again, and the, and the camera pans over there, and the final shot is Robin Angia, or one of the Robin Angias in a, in one of those like, those like glass, um, things of water, which is honestly a somewhat haunting shot. Just the image of, you know, a dead Robin Angia in, you know, one of those, um, things, like one of those pieces of water. It's it's a really haunting shot and it's a really like haunting depressing ending, honestly. You know, and and it um it and it's really yeah, it's a really good ending. And it and that it, that sort of shows the uh how far people are willing to go to be considered, you know and just sort of how they, and you know, what the sort of thought of greatness can do to a, pet, a guy, to anyone, really. Uh, and, yeah, I just, the ending is really good. I, I throughout that entire ending, I just sort of had my hands on my mouth, just sort of very, like, shocked and just sort of, like, what is going on? And um, And that final shot is so good. Like this, I would love to do like a. Uh, a this might be one I redo in future to have like more for multiple long because I think there's um like a lot of really good conversation that can come from this. But I'm just doing this episode because I I sort of wanted to talk about it, and so this will be a proper episode. But I will there's a possibility I can, I will redo it in future, with you know some guests on to have a a real in depth you know conversation about the whole thing. Uh, so I, that's sort of it mainly of what I wanted to talk about with this. Uh, I should probably put a rating on it. Um, I give the film, I mentioned a, a little bit earlier, a couple of problems I had with it. I thought Bale had some very poor line readings and the time sort of jumps felt very weird and inconsistent. Um, but other than that, that's like sort of my main problems with it. Uh, so for me, this is a 9 out of 10. Uh, a, a a one of a really really great film, one of the best films probably of the two thousands, I would argue. Uh, just really really phenomenal phenomenal piece of work. Um. So, yeah, that's pretty much it, really. Uh, follow, uh, me on Letterboxd at uh, William F, and you'll see all my ratings for all my film. Um. Follow the the podcast's Instagram page, Instagram account, sorry, rather, uh, which is a, <clears throat> sorry, at movies Will Fletcher, a f- like like us on Facebook uh, at, uh, at movies with William Fletcher, uh, and that's pretty much it, really. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, hopefully, uh, tune in next week for the uh, next episode of the show and uh yeah have a good day guys bye